0: What's up, everyone? Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Josh, and welcome to Filmverse, the show all about cinematic expanded universes. On this week's episode, we have Underworld moving from the big screen to the TV, Avatar 2 and 3 finally beginning production, DC saying they're done with cinematic universes, well, kind of, and Danny Elfman likes to play in other composers' sandboxes.
1: That's hot. I was waiting (laughs) for it. But before we
0: get into all of that, here to geek out with us today is our panel of nerds. Bruno? Apparently is Mickey Mouse today.
1: I was going for Mrs. Doubtfire.
0: Oh, <laughs> um, you don't
2: have the face mask made
0: out of whipped cream frosting. or was it whipped cream? Uh,
3: it if he did have yeah. a face on a mask cake. covered in, it was oh, frosting. that's what right, I was Oh, if he was covered in <laughs> frosting, Bruno would be being
0: licked. <laughs> and that's yeah, Brendan well, by the way. Well, Hi, well. And Megan. <laughs> I'm tired, You're tired. Yeah, we're recording kind of early today, so it's this like four a.m. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's also frost. There's frostbite. My oh my yeah, toes!
2: My toes are black.
0: <laughs> and some people were out partying late last night. Yeah, Megan drank like Ew. five glasses of water at Whoa. Dave and Buster's. Oh, wow! Yeah. Watch out, yeah.
3: guys! Was that
2: was so you? Hard. I hard. with look- ice on the rocks.
4: Whoa! Duh. You looked a little hungover this morning, just saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's Chachi. Hi. <laughs> so, as it turns
3: out, we were just discussing before this. Now it's not going to be relevant today, but. T- terminator is just not going to be an expanded universe after we just the realization settled in and we just need to you know pour one
0: out for technically terminator and also halloween no
2: halloween is still part of the expanded universe
0: oh uh, yep. if we're going by that okay yes oh we're going by that okay mm-hmm. technically mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. all right let's move it let's go ahead and uh, start today's news get stories. into it um, first one, a little bit smaller of a topic, but eh, it's near to dear to my heart. Uh, Underworld uh, is moving to TV with creator Lynn Wiseman. He wants a less comic book feel for the TV show. He's uh, producing it right now. He's shopping it around to either a premium cable channel or a digital space like Netflix or Amazon. First off, myself, uh, Underworld was always kind of like this cool, it felt like Vampire in the Masquerade. Like the White Wolf games. Sure. In fact, there was a lawsuit White Wolf put onto Underworld saying that they ripped them off. Mm. Uh, they end up losing that because, you know, you can't really copyright werewolves and <laughs> vampires. Right. But they're saying that the feel of the universe was like their universe. Mm-hmm. So I've always liked that game because I played that RPG growing up. So watching the movies was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kind of happy because the movies have sucked lately. So I'm kind of, I want to see what happens if they get some new life in them in a new format might help that. Bruno, do you give a shit about this at all?
1: <laughs> uh, no, I love the Underworld movies.
0: Whoop. I'm not the only one. All right. No, oh, no, no. Actually,
3: I think Megan and I one day, like, we seriously, like, rented, I own them like, all. Yeah. We, on we, iTunes. We, it's like one of those, like, it's cold and, you know, we're frostbitten. We're just going to watch a movie. A day
2: like today. A day
3: like today. <laughs> day like today. <laughs> today is a good day for an know Underworld. You're doing afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: haven't watched the last movie, actually.
3: Uh, I actually, we saw, we haven't
2: seen the last, last no, movie. we haven't seen
3: the last one, but we did go, we <laughs> legit, I think we saw we Rise saw the of the Lycanthropes in theaters. Oh, oh, so did I. Yeah. yeah right. I mean, cause like. That was a prequel, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was about Lucian. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. That's
1: what made it like the universe.
3: That part. definitely made it the universe. Mm-hmm. But it was funny cause like, I'm, I thought to myself like Lucian, Lucian actually did a pretty, he did a pretty good job as in like the lead character. He was like the most like, one of the most likable characters in the original movies. John you're
0: looking at, are you an Underworld fan? Oh yeah. Yeah. You look like you might be a werewolf in a previous life?
2: Is it cuz he's hairy? It's
0: because yeah. he doesn't shave. Don't typecast
2: yeah. him. That's
4: yeah, okay. I'm indifferent. Yeah. Indifferent. But what I what I thought was funny is it's they're going for less of a comic book feel and when I watched them I, I just felt like it was The Matrix with werewolves, werewolves and- Yeah, <laughs> it was essentially yep. mixing the Matrix with like uh Hollywood monster
0: movies. Like yeah. I don't know, like or Blade mixes with The Matrix would be a good. Don't. What? Don't it's, go there. It's what it was, dude. It's no, it it's was. not.
2: I mean, those that tight spandex suit that Kate Beckinsale wore definitely Matrix. That's definitely vampires hunting and killing. Definitely Blade.
4: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I wear my sunglasses at night. (laughs) (laughs) I'm insane.
1: I don't think it's it's supposed to be a Blade wasn't that great
2: towards the end either though.
3: The second Blade movie is actually wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the the third one doesn't count. Third one doesn't count. The first one was pretty hokey. The second one just he just. It was Del Toro. It's it's the baby bear. It's Goldilocks. I mean, it was
0: like the first one was a little bit too one way. The third one's a little bit too the other way. But the middle one, that second movie, was just right. The middle one was just right.
4: I liked the first one. I thought that maybe with better technology, they could have pulled off the Blood God. Yeah. But that was like pretty terrible. Mm -hmm. So are
0: you saying you would rather see them turn Blade into a TV show? Didn't they try that? I don't know. I thought they did. I didn't watch it. I heard it sucked. Yeah. Mm, That makes me sad. I'd actually like a Blade Uh, anime. That'd be good. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: to get back to talking about Underworld, when I was in like middle school, high school, um, I loved Underworld because I specifically loved the soundtrack. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was amazing, and I listened to that in, all the time because I was a loser nerd. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and,
4: and you still are. It's true. But I, now you're I surrounded by other loser nerds. Yeah, yeah. yeah but soundtrack. now you're popular. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you I'm popular loser nerd. Don't leave me hanging. Um, thanks.
2: Yeah, thanks. <laughs> But, like, it's a a movie and going to be a show about vampires fighting werewolves. You can't get away from the comic book feeling with a subject
4: matter like that. I don't think you should.
0: Like, comic movies are huge right now. Why would you be like, oh, we want to make this less popular? Like, like, (laughs) that seems silly to me. But,
4: like, what does that even mean? Like, a comic book, what does a comic book feel? I think he wants it to be, like... Everyone wants to
0: say that this should be more gritty and down-to-earth and more realistic.
4: It's dark and serious, yeah, just like The Dark Knight. Oh, wait, it's a comic book movie. Shit. (laughs) Shit. Listen,
2: if you're going to make it like True Blood or whatever the vampire movies or TV shows on CW are, those aren't realistic or good either. Uh, Yeah,
0: I would argue that True Blood is a little bit more gory and dark than like a, a cw one but yeah i understand true, what you're saying true. yeah and
4: but there's also a lot of boobies so. oh yeah that that's what sells that show so maybe maybe we could it's get not that. like we maybe haven't we seen could get Celine in
2: have sex with the one guy who plays the werewolf okay
4: but it was that's true but it it was done was, he had to, wear, it was done he
3: had to wear a
2: sock and he had a boner the whole time
3: <laughs> i mean uh, it's kate beckett i have, I have no idea yeah. what you guys are talking We're about
0: the, behind they, the have, scenes. they have
2: sex and have a baby it it in one of the movies, no.
0: yeah. And talking about the behind the scenes, like how they shot the sex scene for that and it, the awkwardness with it. Huh. He was very attracted to Kate Beckinsale.
3: Who is? It? Who is? I got yeah. yeah. yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, oh. noticeably
0: attractive. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> less professional
4: when you're doing a sex scene. No, <laughs> oh, he had to put a sock on it.
2: <laughs> well, that, that's the thing that they do to guys during sex scenes is that they put their penis in a sock, and then they either put it to the leg or they'll put it to the stomach so that it won't actually physically touch the woman.
0: Mm-hmm. But like yeah <laughs> yeah and usually you you're thinking like you're on a set everyone's watching there's the lights and like the pressure so usually guys are like you know pretty well not turned on during yeah, this whole situation but, but I, you know, I, yeah, not can't so blame much him. Yeah, yeah it's kbek itself <laughs> yeah <laughs> But anyway, kind of got in the weeds there. Uh, so <laughs> the whole point of this is I think it's interesting to see a Cinemax universe going from cinematic to television. I have a
2: question. So it says it wants to go on a premium cable channel. Uh-huh. What specifically dictates premium?
0: I think the whole point of that is the fact that it doesn't want to try to appeal to like ABC, CBS, CW, NBC. Yeah. So
2: he wants to go like, like HBO. HBO, Showtime. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, or even like... Could uh, like
1: FX be in there? I mean, uh, some of those
0: now do. Like Walking Dead isn't... Considered, I mean, it's considered a premium cable channel, uh, AB or was AMC. It AMC because mm. they allow them to get away with a lot more than they would on an NBC.
1: American Movie Classics now featuring
0: TV and now featuring yeah. zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it I much, mean, AMC's yeah. gonna
2: allow uh, fuck and The Walking Dead now.
0: Yeah, so I mean, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, you're, you're, yeah, you're they're going to, more towards. Yeah, you're allowed to swear yeah. on TV like after. After 10 or well, yeah. on cable you're allowed to do pretty much anything because cable channels aren't considered. Uh, ruled by the FCC as far as uh, like the I was going to say, standards. I mean, we watched Preacher and um, Breaking Bad. I mean, even at the end of Breaking Bad there, mm-hmm.
3: they were just, yeah. it was just a show where you could do whatever you wanted.
0: But yeah, I don't know. I, I find that interesting. I hope they can find some legs there because obviously they're they're floundering right now in the movie yeah, yeah, yeah. Never, it, it's unfortunate. It never really—I mean, the audience that it did get, which was like people
3: like us, just now. Yeah. Even then, it started to just fall off the face. Oh of the yeah, earth. I think like, the
0: last movie made eight point nine million, which doesn't sound bad, but the movie before that made like sixteen million. Right. So it dropped off huge. You know
1: It's just like They kept coming out With movies and Yeah
0: like, eh. And the quality Was not the greatest And it's it kind of like They all look the same So it's hard to like Really care
2: And then the subject matter Like okay We're it's gonna so make overdone. one Without Kate Beckinsale Okay well We're gonna try And get her back But we can't get Her husband back So he's just dead And yeah. now we have to Make this one About her daughter But she doesn't know It's her daughter It's just the subject matter Wasn't very good
0: Exactly
4: I mean
2: I still watch it But it still wasn't very good Yeah
4: Way to spoil all of it for me Yeah well, I do not know no, I don't have to watch watch it Jeez. I didn't, I
2: didn't Assumed
4: you I don't saw even have to see it anymore. The way you
1: were talking about it, I didn't think you'd want to see it. I'm yeah, I, sorry. I don't. I,
0: I, I don't. compared it to Blade, and so he got really mad about it. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. He was so, never yeah. going to watch anyway. Blade, Let's,
4: Blade, Blade is like up there as like one of the untouchable movies for me, even despite how bad it can be. Blade your <laughs> Citizen Kane. Is what you're saying. Um, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> See, Wesley
2: Snipes ruined Blade for me just because of how much of a dick he was. I don't want to watch that movie and support those movies when he was an asshole. The best
0: part, though, is Wesley Snipes is not the good part of Blade.
2: That's true, yeah. but he is Blade. Yeah,
0: that's true. He is Blade, but I think, like, Ron Ron
3: Perlman, to me, was, like, the best part of the movie.
2: Well, thing Ryan Blade. Reynolds is the one who had Ryan to carry Reynolds the movie the to yeah. try yeah, right. and... Yeah. To fix the third one after Wesley Snipes In Triple, uh, Triple
3: H. Oh my God, I forgot about
2: that.
4: He had like he had a little dog in that movie. Yeah, yeah he did. He had, he had a little Pomeranian. <laughs> I just love the universe. Which it, was, it was a, it was How a vampire. Why are we talking dog, about Blazing? That's why so, yeah. I tried
2: to steer it away
0: <laughs> from like <laughs> Chachi. Let's all move right, on. Right. Let's move on to i I'm sure a beloved franchise that we all are gonna have high hopes for Avatar the monster? Yeah. no wrong. no <laughs> even worse than avatar so avatar uh, sequels i said sequels are finally being filmed with a reported 1 billion dollar budget so, for all four sequels okay so each giving each of around a 200 million dollar budget yes they are filming 2 and 3 at the same time um and then what they're going to do is they're going to sh- shoot uh 4 and 5 at the same time so Got they're kind of like doing two production cycles for these movies uh, the first movie came out now in 2009, and they're saying that the, the sequel is going to come out in 2020. 2020 and then probably 2022
3: for, like, sec- second and third one. That gives them two years to film the third and fourth, or fourth and fifth movie, I guess. There's
0: going to be, like, a... I think there's supposed to be, like, a four-year gap or... At least, no, there's going to be a one-year gap between uh two and three, mm. and then a one-year gap between three and four, but between the middle there, they're going to have like a two or three year gap. Oh my God. Because that's when they're going to have to go back and shoot again.
2: So, okay. The next movie's coming out in 2020, right? Yes. The last one came out in 2009. 11
0: years. Yes.
2: Why would they think it's still relevant? Why would they yeah. think people would still care?
0: Because James Cameron. Because James Cameron. That's it. That's okay. and, I, James Cameron has the top movies. Like he has Titanic. Titanic. He has Avatar. Like he has so many movies in ago the were top. How those? No, but the point is every time he does it, Every time he does... So, like, Avatar, everyone's like, well,
3: this movie's gonna be weird or whatever, and then it went on to make more money than any other movie's But a made.
2: lot of people did not like Avatar. But they, it made
0: they money. They
3: don't give a shit about they don't give it. They don't care what people the like. all
1: Michael Bay movies that keep coming out because he's
4: making money.
2: Well, that goes back to Chachi saying that people are dumb.
4: <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with Megan on this one. I don't understand why people... Should care about it. I understand that it's James Cameron. I mean, I'll go see it because of Zoe Saldana, but like, why? Right? Who, who who gives a shit? Yeah, it is. Can we
2: let Zoe Saldana just be her own self for once instead of covering her in different colors?
4: I mean, I'll take her any way I can get her. But yes, I agree with you.
1: <laughs> this will be a movie. I'll wait until it comes out. I'm not excited. I, I do not really care about Avatar that much. I I I'll like see the it. first one. You, yeah. yeah I'll the see only it.
4: reason I went to go see the first one was because a friend of mine had a ticket and she was like, Oh, do you wanna go see it? And I was like, I'm not doing anything, so sure. And yeah. we saw it in three D and I thought it was like a very disappointing three D movie, mm. as most of them are. I, I, I mean, mean,
0: I disagree with that part. I thought, it, as far <laughs> as 3D movies goes, that it was one of the better done 3D movies. It was at the made time. with 3D in mind. Yeah, and it felt different than most 3D movies. It for did myself. have gimmicks, but I it, did. Oh yeah, oh, yeah that, that was the thing. Gimmicks.
4: It was. It was super. It was still super gimmicky. Well, and 3D I thought, is a gimmick. Well. Uh, no, did you see Doctor Strange in 3D? I didn't yeah. it. So was a gimmick. a gimmick, but it, it was wasn't, a well done gimmick. It was a well done gimmick, but it wasn't yeah, it like. It made sense there was for the universe. They weren't throwing things at you and shit. I don't know. I just thought that it could have been better. I, I wasn't
1: really. I agree with you. I'm, no one here, fan. I think, is
0: going to defend Avatar as being a good movie. Right. But it didn't make it was the highest grossing movie ever. But, right. And,
4: and, but why?
0: Yeah, that's what I don't completely understand. It was understand. because of
2: the gimmick, the appeal of the gimmick, the brand name attached to it.
0: They also did a good job of making it feel like you had to see that movie in 3D. So mm-hmm. most people who wouldn't see it in 3D are like, "Well, it's Avatar, the whole point of it's seeing in 3D, so let's go see it in the jacked up movie price of 3D." So they did. A lot of people saw it in IMAX for the same reason. And then also you, if you ever wanted to watch that movie, you kind of told yourself, "Well, I'm never going to watch this at home. I'm going to watch this in the theaters in 3D only." Right. So, like some people, I, I did it because I wanted to see it again to see if my first impressions were correct. I saw it again in 3D. So I saw that movie two times in 3D prices, and that's mm. what a lot of people did. Will Movie Pass work for 3D movies? It will. Do we no. know? No. It's anything that's jacked up. Movie price won't work. Okay, so it has to be a, a, a standard movie.
3: So yeah, I'm I'm curious to see if Avatar two will actually carry past the eleven year. Because you're right, one, it's not relevant anymore, but it is James Cameron. Yeah. So and also like it had two things going for it. It was you know Ch- James Cameron doing what James Cameron does best, just big, glorious visuals. Doesn't have you, you know the stories, whatever or whatever But you know like the fact of the matter was, it's a gorgeous movie. I mean, they it, ex- it is
2: a beautiful world that was created. It's right. It's Pandora? Pandora,
0: yeah. Pandora, yeah. yeah. And supposedly...
3: Well, so tons of
1: bracelets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> supposedly what's going to happen is that there's there's the whole uh, solar system that Pandora's a part of, and they're going to explore the other planets of the solar system, so you're going to get different looks for these so movies. So it's
2: just all about American colonialism um actually kind Rip of maybe the,
0: the yeah. we're seeing that the sequel at least at least the next two looks like it might be focusing more on the kids of the two main characters in the first movie yeah i mean 11 years has passed at this point so <clears> i mean i don't know if they're gonna
3: they're getting the it. actors
0: they're back yeah. for this one but yeah yeah I'm apparently just they all had they all had babies and now we have all these so uh that we're, navi kids yeah so we're gonna have an
3: 11 year time gap is what we're saying
4: what was the bullshit they were mining Unobtainium? unobtainium. Unobtainium. It's, it's yeah. actually
3: a really cool thing. Uh, if you look up unobtainium, it's just a common word that everyone uses in movies that involve a unobtainable or hard to to get material. Unobtainium is actually usually, a really common mo- movie word. It has oh, nothing to do with Avatar. That's kind of
2: cool. Kind of like how on um, like certain TV shows they'll use let's potato chips. Like yeah. throughout different potato- yeah, yeah shows, and like yeah. the, you'll s- notice that they all use the same newspaper too. Yeah.
0: Yep, it's yep. the same prop newspaper. And usually, yeah. them though is like slang that they use behind the scenes. They don't actually put it into the movie, right? Yeah, so right. it's kind of they, funny that like they just left it. They're like,
4: nah, f it. Yeah, well, they, they, just, they just slapped it right on
3: there. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, it's a really common trope, especially like, anytime. The, yep. Yeah. Um, like, like him the Wilhelm
4: scream.
1: Yeah, the
3: Wilhelm scream. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like every director just is like, this is on Optanium Like you don't come up with a new
0: element name for it. It's just that.
3: It
1: just, I always like okay. the gate open. It's always like the. Rrr. Yeah. yeah. The same <laughs> one every single time.
3: The same <laughs> same uh, game. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I don't know. I find it interesting. It's a bold plan. I mean, they're investing a billion dollars. That's and, a lot of money. And what they're they're saying is that James Cameron be in James Cameron. He's going to be trying to push some technology in each movie, trying to you know. Further motion capture, maybe, or further.
1: As you say, what technology do you think he's going to push?
0: I, it's going to probably be more with the 3D, um, with the filmmaking in a virtual space, because what they were able to do nowadays is, it used to be you wouldn't see what the 3D world looked like until post-production. But now, they render it all, and then like they have these actors in the 3D space, and they can actually look at the monitor and see what their scene looks like, what the world looks like.
1: Oh, so they're like weathermen. Yeah,
0: pretty much, except okay. for in a virtual, like kind of like a uh, VR setup where they can like go behind objects in front of objects, and like there's depth. Yeah, to that yeah, it has a real world I too.
4: I heard that the technology they're pushing is actually the technology they have in the movie, where they can have humans inhabit Navi. <laughs> Navi, yeah, <laughs> like it's actually like, a documentary series. They, you they, didn't know they, that? This is they don't want to use any CGI in this one, so they invested a billion dollars into this technology, and right. they only have like like five million dollars yeah. left over for each movie right so it's gonna be like low low super rent super low budget it's actually but he's actual. not gonna spend
0: any money on the movies it's gonna be all for him to go deep sea diving like he likes to do he's mm-hmm. just using all billion dollars to make a sub try that so um, one thing I wanted to actually mention is like
3: I do actually think that Avatar's visuals have held up pretty well in the last 11 years
0: like as a film that you can go back and look at, it and like in terms of like what pushed. Yeah, I haven't done since. So, so I don't know. I have to take your word for it because I actually have not seen that movie since it came out in two thousand
1: nine. Well, you wow. have a three D copy of it because your TV does three D, doesn't it? I do, but I. I oh. It's <laughs> funny.
0: I the only
3: reason I got a three D TV was um, for the movie. It's because you're right. Because you love Avatar. Fucking bougie.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> bougie.
3: I, I I was at Best Buy when I bought that TV, and I was just looking at a wall of TVs, and Megan and I were just like we're going to buy that one because it looks awesome. And then it's like, oh, it happens to be 3D. Oh, it happens you also just get like a Blu-ray player and glasses for free with it. And we're like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, we'll take it. We've watched a bunch
4: of coincidences. Yeah. (laughs) I think we've watched
3: like two
0: 3D movies on it. I mean, 3D is pretty much dead. I mean, as far as a a, a home... Theater type of situation, right? No one does it, anymore. we
2: watch 3D with my brother and sister, and they're like, "We don't want to watch this anymore. I Can know, we right. put it normal?" Yeah. We're like, "No, yeah. I'm sorry. This was the 3D version we rented, so we can't."
0: <laughs> like, I don't want to wear these glasses anymore. Can we stop? Yeah, it's it's not it's not. Yeah, cool. as far as home entertainment goes, 3D is pretty much dead. They're they're moving on to 4K, and right? All that kind of stuff. So cool. They have new gimmicks to go with. Um, all right, let's go ahead and move on. This is probably going to be an interesting. Discussion. So Yeah, I'm ready for this one. Upcoming DC films to de-emphasize the whole cinematic universe idea going forward. Kind
1: of. Okay, we don't know what we're actually doing.
2: So why don't you explain what they mean by What do they
0: mean by kind of? So DC Entertainment President Diane Nelson said... Our intention, certainly moving forward, is using the continuity to help make sure nothing is diverging in a way that doesn't make sense, but there's no insistence upon an overall storyline or interconnectivity to the universe. So essentially saying, hey, yeah, they're connected, but we don't want the plots to ever
4: really overlap. So basically, like they all live in the same universe, but none of their movies really affect each other
0: the way i look at it is kind of in comic book form is there's not going to be crossover events. They don't want crossover events in these movies that are, you know, to have any crossover event happening in the overarching universe. So every comic can do their own storyline. Every
3: movie can do their own storyline. Because they want to be less like Marvel, so you just instead of having all these awesome movies that result in like crossover events like Civil War where it's like a Captain America movie but it has like all these other movies have, have fed into it all of a sudden now,
1: let's just not do that. Can they start with awesome movies first? Yeah, just... let's go. Well,
4: yeah. <laughs>
2: That's so unrealistic though because like things happen that make other things happen. That's one of the appeals of the Marvel movies is like, so the event happened in New York and then Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had to go take care of the,
0: the yeah, cleanup of that. I like when they reference, but I also, I do agree with them a little bit where I don't want to see situations where you have to watch all these other movies to enjoy the movie you're currently watching.
2: But it's so unrealistic to say that well, something happened, but it, it didn't affect anything in any of the other movies. That's, no, I agree that's, with that, yeah. That's really poor planning. That's the difference between like an eighth grade level reading book <coughs> and a third grade level reading book.
4: Yeah. So you don't have to watch any of the other Marvel movies to understand what's happening. Like, every um, character number one is a starting point. Like, it's, it's the jumping point into that story arc. But, like, you don't have to watch Iron Man and Captain America to watch Ant-Man. Now you have to watch Ant Man one to watch Ant Man two, mm-hmm. but you don't like you don't I, have to. Kind of disagree though.
2: Also, the overarching story plot that's in the movies are generally shown in the end credit scenes. They're not normally within the film, and if it is, it's an Easter egg.
3: Well, right. Homecoming, you had to. You, I mean, the event, for instance, from Avengers, like affect, like that was the reason Homecoming took place. But yeah, but you don't, you don't really have to that. watch it to yeah. know. Yeah.
2: You see that you and you find out that there is alien tech all over the place that needs cleaned up. Mm-hmm. It sp- explains it and specifies it without you having to watch the other movies. Yeah, right. They
1: do a really good job
0: of that. I mean, but yeah, like yeah. Thor 2, the whole MacGuffin the movie is one of the affinity stones. And like... But you don't need so? to know
2: that. It's, it's I guess.
0: I, don't yeah, know. I, feel don't, like, don't, I feel like they... I agree with that they do a good job of doing it. But I do feel like if you watch the other movies, it... Makes the the single movies make a lot more sense. oh well,
1: yeah,
4: sure. It's it's probably a more fulfilling experience if you know like all the other stuff. But you don't ha- you don't have to know about the Infinity Stones to appreciate that there's this evil elf yeah. or like, trying to murder the universe. Also,
2: that is one of the worst Marvel movies. Well, that you're, you're referencing, right. It so. is that is so. one
0: of the worst. So like in Ant Man when uh, he has to go steal something from the Avengers headquarters mm-hmm. and like. One, if you've never seen the movie, you're like, okay, Avengers headquarters. Who's Falcon? Why is he? Why are they giving screen time to this guy with wings that
4: I, I know nothing about?
2: It, it, you don't need to.
4: You don't have to. But everyone knows who but the Avengers are. Everyone knows do, that the Avengers see, are that's, So that's your, your, You're uh, making an assumption, assumption right there. Uh, but does. why would you
2: go see? It's a pretty
4: fucking valid assumption, I think. <laughs> at the this movie, point.
2: if you don't know who the Avengers are,
0: well, you're pretty much saying you. Well, of course they've seen the other movies because they like comic book movies. Is what you're saying, which is against your point originally, which is that they don't that's need to go see That's not what I'm
2: saying. Movie. Why would you go and see a Spider Man movie if you don't know who the Avengers are, seeing as Spider Man has been part of the Avengers? Technically, he is an Avenger.
3: Well, for instance, my mother might like Spider Man, but she doesn't know who the Avengers are. Yeah.
2: So there's yeah, enough was, reference. I like
3: Tobey Maguire
0: in the original one. And that's all I know about Spider Man. It's Tobey Maguire with uh, Spider Man. And now I want to see the new mom one. Now. <laughs> Come
1: on. <laughs> yeah. He's such a nice boy. Where's he at? I'm waiting for him to show up in this movie. <laughs>
2: But the thing is, you meet an Avenger, so then you know what Avengers are. Falcon.
1: They, they stand alone as their own movie.
0: No, I, I'm I'm being devil's advocate here. I mean, yeah. I do pretty much agree with you. I don't think, though, this is a terrible move. Because if, if you give these characters, or if you give these directors room to breathe and be like... Make your own movie. Don't worry they about any stupid that, shit though. that's going on in these other movies. Do we know that?
2: They're, they will never give the directors their own <gasps> right to do whatever they want in these movies.
0: I'm saying within reason. I'm not saying,
4: like, you can go ahead and kill Batman.
0: Like, obviously, that's not an option. I would love I, to watch the storyline
4: I, think, I yeah. think basically what happened was they realized that they can't keep up with Marvel because... Um, the the the, bed, the, the bedrock yeah. like the bedrock for their cinematic universe was a shit pile right yeah so so i'm like we're we've even been talking about the flashpoint movie like maybe they're just going to rewrite all this bullshit anyway
3: yeah so and that's
4: so that's why they're like oh yeah it doesn't have to be connected because we're going to rewrite it
0: and, and now this is, it also, yeah. this is also this is not even <laughs> taking into account their other endeavor which is going to be these side movies that don't take place within their cinematic universe. Right. Mm -hmm. That we're talking about, like the Joker movie. Right. Um,
2: Because they know they can't get on Marvel's level.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, Jeff Johns, he's the creative director right now at DC. Um, Came from the comic books. Fantastic comic book writer. We'll see how he is as a movie producer or creative director for the movies. Right. He said, some of the movies do connect the characters together, like the Justice League. But, like with Aquaman, our goal is not to connect Aquaman to every movie. That makes sense in that aspect, because it does pretty much do what Marvel's doing. Marvel is like, like Ant-Man movie did not connect him to this whole cinematic universe all that much.
4: No, but I mean, he's still, he's still a part of it. So I, I think my, my confusion is, does that mean that the Aquaman movie is like, not a part of the universe or I'm saying is plot it?
0: wise it's not a part of the universe. So the plot isn't going to really be a plot that it may
3: not it may not necessarily be driven by events of Justice League mm-hmm. and the events of Aquaman may not drive any other movies. Exactly. Like it's just going to say like he is part of the DCU, that's it.
4: Well that's <clears> that's <throat> kind of how a lot of the Marvel movies are. It like, is. Yeah. I mean I, I you, you you have like you obviously yeah. like you have like Civil War. Like that's a that's like, the, cro- the crossover movies are the ones that drive, like, the overarching story forward. Uh-huh. Like, the individual character movies are standalone.
0: I think all they're saying is that DC, like, as far as the crossover movies go, they're going to be like, Justice like, League, that's a crossover movie. But then you're not going to see something like the Infinity Stones in these other movies. So you're not going to have that connective tissue. It's
2: because DC isn't creative enough to create an overarching storyline that will be well enough to benefit these movies because none of their movies are good so far except for Wonder Woman.
4: Yeah, I I I don't know if I, I, I like the idea or I hate the idea. Uh-huh. I mean, it sounds like I hate it, but it also <coughs> will probably give them more room to just make a good story instead of having to yeah like fit into an overarching
1: Yeah, try to make a good story with these other elements. Just take out the other elements, make a good story. Yeah. And start there.
2: I think the problem is that they had already started it and now they're like, well Yeah we can't do a good enough job so we're going to settle for a c instead yeah. of that a we were yeah. trying to go for yeah. yeah
4: yeah they're like oh yeah we're going to have this we're going to have our own cinematic universe it's going to be great oh god no uh, uh yeah you know what the movie's forward uh we they, they they just 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 watch them they might not be part of it they have like
0: once to leave and oh no, no 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 this is bad 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 so, we need yeah. you to stay so out of curiosity then if,
3: is this a scenario where like the executives have watched Justice League and they're like, "Yep, we're changing everything because
0: that, Justice League is that's bad. honestly my one big concern is like they're coming out with this announcement and on the heels of Justice League and uh, like does that mean Justice League is not good? Like I'm not saying I thought it was going to be good. Like I have pretty low expectations just because of all the. The mess that happened with the production of that movie,
1: and they had to do like a reshoot, like a yeah, month like, ago too. Like, and for have- once,
0: it's not like a snarky, like, oh, they don't know what they're doing. For me, at least, it's more mm-hmm. of a, oh shit, you know, Zack Snyder went through a lot of stuff, and his daughter died, and like he had these issues, and he thought he could work through it, and he couldn't, and then like it's all a tragedy. It's all like, man, that really sucks. I hope you know they can pull this together. Joss Whedon can you know help them out, but yeah,
2: I for one think that. Aquaman surfing through a building is going to be fantastic. I mean, that,
4: it's hey, kind of badass. Are you being serious right now? No, I thought that I, I horrible. Thought it bad. I thought but,
2: that, that was so dumb.
4: Oh, yeah, it was cheesy. I'll Just give you because
2: that. you can surf through water doesn't mean you can surf through a building. He surfed through it, not... Against well,
1: it, it's the Aquafina it. building. Yeah.
2: They didn't have the logo, so I didn't know.
1: They oh, had it tied yeah. up the, the, now the rights. Now it's better. I yeah, didn't know if it was going to be Dassault or Aquafina. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, gosh, I think yeah, I think
4: in the in the uh, I think they really
2: wanted Aquafina because it's yeah. Aquaman.
4: In the trailer, I think it's Aquafina because they wasn't defined yet. It's lens chips, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. I don't understand, but whatever.
0: Um, but yeah, that, that's, I don't know. I, I just hope they get their shit together. I don't care how it yeah, works. I don't I think, care yeah. if this means that all these movies aren't connected. If As that's a, what it takes to get good DC movies, because I'm a huge DC comic book reader. Like that's my favorite comic book series is DC.
1: So Well, you just fix this by finally doing a Lobo movie. <laughs> <laughs> right? Am I right? I, I, I would love a Lobo movie. I would. Just so I'd shut up about it? Yeah. No. Just so I
4: could <laughs> yes. just so I'd have another excuse to go to the movies with you. Just so I can Aww. look at you after the movie and go,
0: told you it was going to suck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. I'll <laughs> be trying in the corner
4: <laughs> you're in the middle of getting your lobo tattoo you're like it yeah, was awesome <laughs> you know i mean they 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 actually could fix all this by doing a lobo movie where he kills everybody
1: yeah lobo kills the well, uh, yeah. that is actually DCU. a storyline he kills yeah no yeah, them. yeah, yeah no, that's yeah. why I said, yeah lobo yeah. kills
0: the dcu i think that was mm-hmm. the name of the book <laughs> i love yeah.
1: how he kills uh flash cuz flash is just running around him uh-huh. and he throws his hook out and catches him like a fish and like Ugh. rips his head off ah.
0: this sounds like a what's the the kill superman Superman by I uh, never mind. The Night I'm just cut this part out. So.
4: Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's no,
0: move. I was talking no, about no, it. No, no, no. That's that part. The part where I messed up.
4: <sighs> Don't worry. Hey, I got to talk about Blade. We should let him talk
0: about <laughs> That's Bobo. true. That's
4: he true. did.
2: Now it's time to move on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> move <Moving> on. <laughs> he mentioned it. we guy for like 10 years. That's always he's talked about.
0: So speaking of DC, there's also some other DC news that I thought was actually pretty interesting. Danny Elfman, the composer for Justice League, says he puts a dark twist on the John Williams Superman theme in Justice League movie. Uh, he also said he used Hans Zimmer's uh, Wonder Woman theme and even the 1989 Batman theme. It's a kind of interesting idea putting these. So these are older properties. Most of these, besides the Wonder Woman one, are the older theme songs for the uh, original TV series or the original movies of these characters. They've rebooted the universe, but then Hans or but then Danny Elfman still uses the music that we associate with the original characters. <clears throat> is that okay? Is that going to be confusing?
3: Well, so I, I just want to make a comment about the fact that like. You have the three biggest names of music, having written music for these three guys, and now you're like, oh, I don't know. It was just kind of funny to me. Like, it's not some unknown sound. Producer. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's like it's like it's it's going to either be John Williams or mm-hmm. Dan, uh, Danny Elfman, and then Hans Zimmer is really popular right now. Yeah, too.
4: Batman didn't have a theme in Batman Superman, right? He not, didn't... I mean,
0: not that it was recognizable. I'm sure they had some motif, like some maybe some like yeah. notes that were associated with him when he came on screen, but. It wasn't a full on
4: like it definitely wasn't like Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman, like that was a, a theme. Right. Yeah. I, I love the Wonder Woman theme. Yeah. Um I
2: it's iconic.
4: Yeah, yeah. The the Superman theme from Man of Steel um is not bad. Um but I it's 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 not as memorable as um He's talking about the original Superman though. From, no, I know. That's okay. that's that's where I was getting. Like it's not as memorable as the original, but that's what they're going with now. So like, why would, and it's just another confusing thing. Cause like now we're going to be whenever, cause we're supposed to be associating Superman with the man of steel theme. And now we're just going to go back to the original nineties one. I mean, or 80, is 80s, it, 80s, it's 80s, so 80s, 80s, 80s,
0: '82, 84. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, so I think what we have to think about is that these, these are our iconic themes. We don't want to necessarily think about Man of Steel since it didn't do, like, the hottest. So I think he wants to go back to a time when Man of Steel was... Or not Man of Steel, excuse me. When Superman was... At his peak.
1: Like Christopher Reeves. Yeah, Christopher Chris Reeves. Reeves era most Superman. popular.
2: And Danny Elfman can take that and bring it to today's standards because Danny Elfman has been doing music for millennia. He's been doing it for a million years. <sighs> That's not a millennia. That's um, <laughs> the thing is,
3: time. Yeah, like, That's not a millennia. You're teacher, mean. Megan. Do you guys know how
2: Danny Elfman started? Uh-uh. He started in the '80s band Oingo Boingo, oh, and you know, yep. you know the movie Weird Science.
3: Yeah, that yep.
2: song is Oingo Boingo's song, the Weird Science song. Boom. He's been doing music since the '80s, maybe even the '70s. He's been around forever. He knows music.
4: Yeah, and I I understand why mm. why it's happening. I just don't. I just think that in terms of, again, this trying to be a cohesive universe. It's but it's not. well well. this this, this one's supposed to be this
1: this will
2: help though I think
1: yeah I think having to go back to the 1980s 1980s Christopher Reeve style that was my favorite by far Superman ever I liked him that better than the comic versions I've seen of him everybody Mm -hmm. did yeah I just Christopher Reeves as Superman was the best
0: I, I, this quote from Danny Elfman ex- actually kind of explains a little bit better. Uh, so the D or the people of DC are starting to understand we've got these iconic bits from our past, and that's part of us. That's part of our heritage. We shouldn't run away from that. Contemporary thinking is every time they reboot something, you have to start completely from scratch. Which, of course, audiences will tell you, again and again, is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so he's pretty much that's true. Like, yeah. You have these iconic pieces of music. Why run away from it? Why? Why? Try to be like, oh, we have to reinvent the wheel again because
3: like, we so reboot. Mo- yeah, cards. modernize it, bring yeah, it, bring like, it
0: to today's standards, like you
3: said. So we
1: could go back to Batman's. No, 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 no. That oh, would. If, oh my god, it, I'm Powell. not gonna
0: lie. If he was able to like make that if modern somehow really, and like just in the background, like maybe slow it down or something like that, I'd be like, what? I Even if, if it's not could the could words, just
2: using yeah. the tune, yeah. which is what I assume he will do. Exactly. Yeah. It, it won't be hokey. It it'll enhance. I think. Hmm. And a big part of of movies that I really love have some sort of soundtrack or music that enhances it like Lord of the Rings. When I hear that song play, I know exactly what it's from. Harry Potter, you hear that theme song? Yeah.
1: yeah. Exactly. Like, yep. I
2: can feel the magic inside me
1: like rising <laughs> up as Whoa, I compare. My my forget you like have this sense her, of her wonder her Ravenclaw just yeah. comes right out. Yeah, I'm wearing yeah, my that's, Ravenclaw that's pants right now. Singer <laughs> <laughs> for the movies. Yeah.
0: yeah. So yeah, it I, it I think it's an awesome idea. No, it does. This makes me a little bit more excited for Justice League.
3: Also, I mean, to be fair, the 1989 Batman theme. It was, was his anyway. It was his anyway. Yeah, Daniel right. like, like, of yeah, course, I wrote that. Of course he wrote yes, it. Of course <laughs> he wants to use it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did
1: not know that, but thank you. Yeah, so that's oh, really cool.
3: Like, again, you got to assume if a movie has existed between, like, uh, I don't know, the 1980s and now, you can you could probably find it guessing it was either John Williams or. Or Danny Elfman and be accurate. If it was
0: memorable. Yeah, (laughs) if it was memorable. Yeah, you can usually assume it's one of those two. Or some scratch track that they just put together from some archival stuff, which is crap. Um, All right, so that's pretty much it for news stories. Uh, Let's go ahead and move on to the homework assignments. Ugh. Ugh. What? Ugh. I forgot. You forgot to do your homework? No, you didn't. You did it on the way here, probably.
1: I did it last night. (laughs) Oh, okay, good. I left my homework in a bar.
0: <laughs> nice. That's a classic eighth grader uh, yes. excuse yeah. that she always gets. So. The
1: bar
4: ain't my homework.
2: <laughs> the thing is, I was with him, so like.
1: <laughs> and you even said, don't forget to take that with you. I won't. And then I drank a bunch. <laughs> and then I drank. And I forgot.
0: All right. So who wants to go back over? Or Megan, do you want to kind of tell us what the assignment was okay. in brief?
2: So the assignment was, is I created note cards for five of the Green Lanterns, five of the Yellow Lanterns, and then the extra credit was five of just miscellaneous lanterns that I really liked throughout the movie, or throughout the the comic universe, excuse me, um, because there's a Green Lantern Corps movie coming out, so I wanted to see what our casting might be for the movie. Cool. All right. Um,
0: Who wants to go First? Um, I can go Let's, first. Okay, go care. ahead. What. All right, so uh, I had, first off, we'll go with my hero, Guy Gardner. Can I,
2: can I just tell Whoa. you real quick before you go into that? Uh-huh. Guy Gardner's my least favorite character.
0: Mine, too. <gasps> oh, good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Guy Gardner, as far as the Green Lantern, if you never read the comics, he's a jackass. He is. One of the most famous panels with him is when he gets punched in the face by Batman. Because <laughs> Batman's like, he's Batman's had enough of his shit. He's just like, you know what? And he just slams him in the face and Guy Gardner just goes down. Because Guy Gardner's like, I have powers, you don't, you're dumbass, blah, blah, blah. Like, let us handle this. The Green Lanterns are better than Batman. And then he just like punches him. It's awesome. Good. So with him, I was thinking like, I wanted someone who could be a jerk. Still, like if he's gonna be in the movie, you kind of have to like him a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I saw Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad, uh, Jesse, mm. oh, would be okay. a perfect fit because he can be like this snarky asshole, but sometimes <laughs> for some reason you still kind of like him. I right? thought
2: the same exact thing when I was like casting it in my head. I thought it was so funny that you and I thought the same. Person. Yeah, like
0: I don't know, I just I feel like that's perfect attitude for Guy Gardner because he. I, I don't understand why people like him as a character, but mm. if Aaron Paul played him, I could kind of understand a little bit better. It's
2: because Guy Gardner's a cop.
0: Yeah, I don't know. He's just he's also supposed to be uh, from Boston, I think. And he's like has the Boston accent. Yeah, he's just like uh, an asshole. Wicked awesome. uh, yeah, wicked awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. wicked awesome. Mm. Which I don't I
4: don't
0: want I don't want Paul <laughs> yeah. or Aaron Paul to do Not a Boston accent. Yeah. All right. So my second, or my bonus character was, actually now I'll do go my... Go with
2: your yellow, yeah. Yeah,
0: I'll go with my yellow lantern and the bad guy, uh, Lisa Drack, right? So Lisa Drack is a character I didn't really know much about, so after doing some research and kind of just thinking she's kind of bookish a little bit, like she knows how all this knowledge and like is like mysterious, Summer Glau, I thought would be cool.
2: Oh, really? Oh.
0: I wanted someone who would be like... Kind of like in Firefly, how she plays like the character, like she has this, like all this knowledge, and you just don't understand where it's coming from.
2: I considered her for my female character. Oh no, <laughs> that, I didn't did pick we her, Okay,
0: good. I was making sure because we're not supposed to overlap. So yeah, Summer Glau for for Lisa Drack. and then finally I had Alan Scott, which is the original Green Lantern,
2: who's not an actual Green Lantern.
0: Yeah, he's not. In fact, his power base comes from the Earth, like from magic, not from like space. And in. So, so what's hard with him is, in some continuities, he is a younger guy, and in some, he's an old guy. And I thought, kind of make him different from Paul Allen, or Allen Paul, whatever. Um, I would make him the old version, but I wanted him to have the same personality from the New 52, where mm-hmm. he's like a gay guy and like has a little bit more depth. So I went with uh, Max von Sadow. Um Ooh. He's a Santeca yeah. from... Uh, Force Awakens, yeah. at the very beginning, the guy who's in the tent. Yeah, the old man in the beginning
4: who was trying to save, uh, uh, what's uh He had name? the map that he He's talking to Poe. Po. Yeah, he's talking to Poe.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. I see who you're talking about.
4: He was also the Three-Eyed Raven. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Still, yeah, yeah. yeah in, uh, Game <laughs> well, Grunts. the second Three-Eyed Raven. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, for first, him, first I thought he could play
0: right? kind of like... What was that? A cool, like old grizzled badass, mm-hmm. but also still have like this prim and properness to him that makes you realize he's not just like a gruff old guy. I like that. Yeah. So those were my three.
2: I I just want to say I didn't cast everybody's, but like some of them I did cast. And my first thought for him was Gary Oldman. I thought uh, that too, Gary
0: Oldman. Or actually, I also thought uh uh Grant Trina. What's
2: Clint Eastwood? Clint
0: Eastwood. Thank you. But he'll just would. yell at chairs. <sighs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, that's why I thought he was too old.
1: So I'm like yeah. clinic- uh, a
2: little bit too gotcha, old. Gotcha,
1: gotcha. All right. I'll go. Okay. Um I two of my characters were pretty much just voice actors. One being just like this big green blob who just kind of consumes things. Which one's that? Uh Slush. Slush. Okay, yeah. Uh, which is a yellow lantern. Slush, yeah. Yeah, because he was with the Sinestro Corpse. So I did yeah. I did a little bit of research after oh, I woke nice. up this morning. <laughs> Um, and realize I've lost my homework. I
2: <laughs> did put bios on the back, but without your homework, you don't know
1: exactly. That. <laughs> yes. Yes. Read the bios. Yeah, yeah. someone else did this homework. That was asked also at Mr. Mm-hmm. Um So I went with Peter Collin. He did the voice of Optimus Prime, Monterey Jack, and Chippendales. Oh okay. nice. Ooh, yeah, um, he was the trailer announcer for Batman Monterey and Robin. Jack. Yeah, yes. Chachi, uh, you could play
0: Monterey Jack, in like that like should be your life. Halloween costume.
4: Oh, excellent, thank
1: you. Go for it. And then this one I'm typecasting because it was Mogo. Uh, it was a planet, and this guy's already played a planet before. So Kurt Russell. <laughs> I feel like he's already done his time. He knows how planets think and you know what yeah. they do. He's uh, already in that headspace. Yeah, he's yeah. already there. Yeah. Um, and then Jessica Cruz. I, I did a little bit of Wikipedia research on her. Um, all I read up on her was that uh, she went hunting with friends, and they were all uh, killed. I forget who they were killed by. By the mob. By the mob. Yeah, you're right. The mafia. Uh, killed her friends, and she ran away and hid, and she has really bad anxiety. Um, I don't know anything past that, but I really want Rinko Kikuchi and more things, and I know this, if we're trying to make her, she's a Latino, right?
2: She is a Latino woman. Yeah, and
1: Rinko Kikuchi could not pull off a Latino uh. any day of the week, but I just, I like her as an actress, and I mm-hmm. think she could actually pull off both the anxiety and, like, the badassery, um, and for anyone who doesn't know, she was the female lead in Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: When um, um. I thought of your character, I thought of, have you guys seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine? No. 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 There's, uh, there's actually two uh, Latino women who played the main w- characters on the show, and one of them is uh, a woman named Rosa, and she is like a badass, drives a motorcycle, doesn't ever share her feelings, and I thought of her for Jessica Cruz, because Jessica <coughs> Cruz is... The first female Green Lantern and is also the first Latino Green Lantern. What's her name? Her name's Stephanie Beatrice. Oh,
0: Stephanie Beatrice.
3: Oh, oh, yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine, right? From Brooklyn Nine Nine, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. She's she's a good pick. I like her. Yeah, because
1: her ring was actually for like the ring was like, no, you're going to be the lantern. Like, yeah, she yeah. was like, I don't want this. It's she, like you are. She
2: had a lot of problems with her anxiety, and it <laughs> took her a long time. And yeah, because it
1: actually took her over, and she destroyed cities, and like Batman finally had to talk her down. Like, listen, we all have things in our past.
2: And she still has problems with it. Yeah. where she can do certain things, and she I, can't. I remember yeah. that character yeah. now. And okay, the, yeah. Yeah.
1: and Ringo in Pacific Rim still has the same thing. So like that's that why I thought well. about it. No, I like
2: that. first slush, I thought of Doug Jones.
1: Mm.
4: But
2: only because I like Doug
1: Jensen
0: That's what I like That was all three, that was all three okay. yeah, that's right. Yep. I did
4: the Talk homework you. Okay, so I have uh, Jon <coughs> Stewart And for Jon Stewart, I Had to pick Michael B. Jordan Yes <sighs> Because, I mean, I just want to see how many uh, comic book franchises he can get into at this point.
2: Tyrese Gibson's going to be so upset because he's been gunning for that role for so long.
4: I know, but <laughs> Michael B. Jordan, like, come on. Yeah, there's no contest.
2: I mean, he's he's done poorly in most of the Who's been gunning comic for it? Tyrese. Oh,
4: Tyrese
0: Gibson. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
2: why give him another thing to just do poorly in?
0: Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, it well, was well, the well.
1: franchise itself that did poorly, not just. Right. Him. Let's wait until Black Panther comes yeah, out he, before he, we he's say Black he did Panther. Poorly and he looks really good in Black Panther.
2: I mean, yeah, but he's the bad guy, so. <sighs>
1: so he's going to do great.
4: So speaking of bad guys, I have Sinestro, and I decided to go with Hugo Weaving. Mm. yeah. Okay. I think, I I think he would play, like, because Sinestro is, like, a pretty pompous, arrogant, like. Bad guy, yeah. and I think Hugo Weaving could pull that off pretty well. Yeah. Also, I think like he could look like him. Mm-hmm. But someone had mentioned Gary Oldman before, and I think Gary Oldman would also be a good choice for Sinestro. Gary Oldman's a good choice for pretty things. much for yeah, of yeah. Yeah. yeah, Well, I mean, I just, I just want to be able to watch this whenever we're on our deserted island together. From
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh my I guess
1: that's God. not the first wow. time someone thought of Hugo Weaving. I thought about it before. <laughs> oh. There is a picture on the internet. If you just uh, Google Hugo Weaving and Sinestro, someone <laughs> made him look like Sinestro, and it looks fantastic. It's it does look great. It looks super. I dope. don't think anyone else could play him after watching this. Now. <laughs> uh,
0: the, the only thing I'd be worried about is he had such a bad experience playing the Red Skull mm. that he does not want to ever do a comic book movie again. Oh. He was like, mm. you know what? No, this is stupid. I hated it. I'm not doing it. Like they wanted him to come back for like, I he might still like the Red Skull might come back in the. Marvel Cinematic Universe, and, like, Hugo's just, like, not into it. I (laughs) wonder
2: what the problem was.
0: I don't know. He just hadn't... He did not like the makeup thing. He didn't like the acting that they gave him, like, the part he gave him. Like, Mm -hmm. he's like, no, this is stupid.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is hard to be the equivalent of a Nazi.
0: Well, they didn't give him much to go on, either. Like, the Red Skull is probably one of the weakest... Well, Marvel has an issue with weak villains, so... It would be interesting though, if he went to DC and played Sinestro because was like a much deeper character.
2: Yeah, because originally he was the Green Lantern, yeah. and then you find out that he had been manipulating his home world. So then he gets exiled and kicked out, and that's when he's like, "Oh hell, Jordan, my nemesis!"
0: And he has like a daughter, and like there's
4: a lot of
2: cool yeah.
0: stuff going on with his character, a lot more depth than you know,
2: oh yeah
4: what they gave him in Call. So cool. Let's All hear what right. you have to so, say. Speaking of speaking of depth, <sighs> so my Red Lantern is Dexstar, who is a cat. Meow who is um, very angry because he was adopted by an old woman who was murdered, and then he was found by uh, two thugs and thrown over the Brooklyn Bridge. So he was filled with rage, and the red, uh, the red ring called out to him. So um, in order like to play Dexter in the film, I would go with an up-and-coming uh, famous animal actor, Uh, Gizmo, (laughs) Gizmo Jackson, (laughs) also known as uh, Gizmo the Gargantuan. Also known as Chachi's cat.
1: (laughs) What? (laughs) That's just a coincidence. There's no nepotism here. Yeah, Yeah, none
4: at all. all.
2: He has the talent.
4: He does. He's he's really talented at being angry. We've (laughs) seen
2: him around my dog. Yeah. Yes.
4: (coughs) Um, And then to voice Dexter, I will go with a man who has a very distinct voice, who has already played an evil cat before. Jeremy Irons, <laughs> uh, okay. Scar, Scar, if you couldn't connect the dots. Yeah.
2: I thought you were gonna say Bill Murray. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
4: oh, Bill Murray, is, oh, that's terrible. He
2: might come back to play this type of cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He loved Garfield so much. Then. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I like it. Nice. Um, so I, I'll start. I had, um, I had Kyle wow. Rayner. Love and and yeah, so I didn't know a whole lot about Kyle Rayner other than he hates refrigerators. And he did take over. So bad.
1: Wait, why does he hate refrigerators? <laughs>
0: because he
3: found his dead wife's head in the fridge.
2: She was correct? the original woman in a refrigerator. DC has an issue
0: where they the kill trope. off the female character, like the love interest, because mm-hmm. that's the motivation for the hero. And it became known as the refrigerator, like... Woman the, in a refrigerator. The re- woman yeah, woman in a refrigerator gag, What's in the refrigerator? Gag, is, in the
4: refrigerator? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty
0: much, oh, they found a de- dead woman in the refrigerator again. <laughs> and it
2: all stems from him, because his wife or girlfriend was killed and placed in his refrigerator, and that's how he found her. Yeah,
0: which is so terrible.
3: Um, I, I think I, his food cold.
2: <laughs> he doesn't anymore. The, not oh. anymore.
0: It's all ice chests. Sorry.
3: So I d- I don't know a ton about Kyle Rayner. I haven't read the Green or Green Green Lanterns comics like you guys have. So I I kind of make it an educated guess based on like the pictures. I I did do some research. I was like looking for pictures of like uh, Kyle Rayner without a mask just to kind of see if I could fit like yeah fits lookable role. Too. He's a really handsome, good-looking guy. Um, and I from some of the comic book panels I did see, he seems like he's he's got a, a decent sense of humor to him, to at least himself. I mean, I as good a sense of humor as you can be for having found your dead wife in a refrigerator. But yeah, um. I thought Paul Rudd would be a good fit for him, even though he's he's already
2: part of another.
0: Yeah, yeah. I understand. This is, you know, Fantasy Universe. Paul Rudd, he's a creative person. You want, Mm -hmm. because he's supposed to be, uh, Kyle Rayner is a a comic, not comic artist, but he's an artist, illustrator. Mm -hmm. So his whole thing with his green lantern is that he makes these really complex, like Mm -hmm. artistic looking constructs out of his ring. Better than Hal Jordan who only has fists. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah, he does exactly. more than fists. He, a he like, does type. like mm-hmm. contraptions that look like they're like a gun and all this other stuff. Like he can do some really outlandish stuff with his ring because he's so creative.
3: Yeah. So, so I think a I person I like, like, like Paul he, Rudd he is, would work. Yeah. I thought, you know, because Paul Rudd's a good looking guy. Like he he kind of fits what I would <clears> expect <throat> Kyle Rayner to potentially look like. And you he just get... have
1: Rush playing in the background the entire
3: time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
2: One of my favorite things about Kyle Rayner is that he's he is genuinely a good person all around. And at one point, he becomes a White Lantern. Yep. He gains the power of all of the rings. He's able to control all right. of them. Yeah, yeah this picture and here he, actually he becomes, shows him
3: being chosen by all the rings.
2: Exactly. He becomes a Messiah-like figure, a Jesus-like figure, and all he does during that portion of the time is just help people. Yeah.
0: I, I actually, the, since you picked him, I, he's one of my favorite lanterns, mm-hmm. so I, I was like trying to cast him in my head, and I actually thought Donald Glover... Would be a really interesting oh, okay. choice because oh, he's that. so creative. Like I, I wanted someone who mm-hmm. felt like an artist who was like you know more mm-hmm. than just an actor. Um, and so that's what I picked. Don, Don Glover is a good one. Yeah, well, I
2: with somebody who isn't white.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, I, yeah. <laughs> Um, so, and my my next two characters are uh, uh, the yellow, uh, uh, one's a Red Lantern. I'm assuming is mm-hmm. uh, our Atrocitus is a Red Lantern. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's the leader. That's why he's red. Yeah. He's the At leader the... of the Red Lantern Corps. <laughs> yeah. I assume such. And then I have Arkillo who is definitely a Yellow Lantern. So I'm gonna start with Arkillo. Um He he's a drill sergeant. It looks like he just kind of like he's got a real uh, kind of like attitude about him, mm-hmm. and he does He definitely is like not one to mess around. Um, he kind of looks like Killer Croc.
2: <laughs> yeah, kind of.
3: Um, so I I cast him as Stephen Barr. He did the voice of Erdnot Rex in <gasps> Mass Effect.
0: Uh... Oh, cool. I like Rex.
3: Um, so if you've ever played Mass Effect, he, he hasn't done much beyond that, though, unfortunately. He's kind of just a... Uh, Video game voice actor. He does a lot of like additional voices. You might consider it. Um, Listen,
2: you're playing to your audience because you know Rex is my favorite (gasps) Mass Effect. Right. Right. But I
3: also just like having played through the Mass Effect series, like he has that kind of like gruff voice that I could like based on the picture of Arkillo, like I could see him Mm -hmm. being a a good fit for someone like uh, for Arkillo using a voice like that. And then with Atrocitus, like being that his home planet was destroyed and he's just filled with this undeniably and unquenchable rage. That's why um, he's a red lantern. Yep. There's only one guy who I thought could really fit like an unquenching rage, and that's uh, that's TC Carson or Terrence Carson. He did the voice of Kratos in God oh, of War. Shit. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Actually, um, it's perfect. Yeah, I can see <laughs> yeah. that now. And I mean, like, if there's one guy who can do unrelenting rage, I feel like it's Kratos. Yeah. Um, and he also did the voice of Mace Windu in uh, Clone Wars
0: in the TV show for
3: Clone Wars. So.
0: Nice. Who's the uh, Old Spice uh, guy? Terry, Terry Crews or the Terry other Cruise? one? The yeah. the mean one, not the happy one. Yeah, Terry Crews. Terry, Terry Crews. <laughs> he does the flame sex. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh! That could be a draster too. Fuzz, fuzz, <laughs> I, could, I could
3: I could see, see it. Terry I don't know. I've seen Terry, Terry Crews. He's <laughs> also on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was right. thinking of Terry Crews from Brooklyn Nine. He's very lovable and kind he's of yeah. goofy. A father. Yeah.
4: Terry Crews is just like a really nice dude. You ever like look at anything? Oh yeah, yeah. Do you
2: know he's an accomplished painter?
4: No. really <laughs>
2: yeah huh. like he went in like to art school and his paintings are so well done they look like photographs of course
4: nice. god damn him
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's so perfect yeah um so now it's my turn go ahead megan S- oh god
1: i was gonna say he's now a part of the master race the pc master race he like him and his <laughs> son he it's actually a very endearing story uh, his son wanted to get into uh, playing video games and he wanted to be a part of that. Yeah. So Terry Crews uh, went on to, I think, Reddit and learned about computers and stuff. And him and his son yeah. actually built a gaming rig so they both could, like, play together.
2: Terry Crews, adopt me.
4: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, is... he's, he's probably listening right now. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, he's a Joe. He's,
1: he's a Joe. Yeah.
4: Hey, Uncle T. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: love that. Okay, so I had Hal Jordan, who is uh, just a basic fuckboy. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: and I I chose for him somebody that I hope will enhance Hal Jordan's image, and I thought of Army Hammer.
4: Army Hammer, yeah, that's right. Robin from, from Uncle. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think who's gonna be the new Batman? Is he really? That's the. Rumor. That's what he wants. <gasps> I don't he wants that. to be Batman. Yeah, well,
2: yeah. be Hal Jordan instead. Yeah, it works still. Because we already have a Batman and. They'll never let you. Um, and then for my yellow lantern, I have Rigan Kale, who his backstory is pretty interesting. He actually fell in love with this woman, and they were both yellow lanterns together. And during a fight, she dies, and her ring explodes, and so does his. And her ring embeds itself into him. So that's why the picture his arms little shiny. Huh. And anytime her shards of a ring find a replacement, he kills that replacement. Because <gasps> Holy the crap. ring's part of him. It's his. That's uh, And he's that's... holding on to that.
0: That's some rage. Yeah. <laughs> not, well, rage, not, well.
2: not rage. Not uh, rage. Because he's yellow lantern. Yeah, I was a, I, rage doesn't work. He's, he's a handsome man. And I thought of Kit Harrington.
3: Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I don't
0: mm. know Kit Harrington. He's, uh, yeah, John, he's Snow. John Snow. John Snow. Oh, Kid? okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I don't know John Snow's name. My
3: bad.
1: <laughs> you know nothing. Thank you know yeah, nothing. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then my last one is Bleez. She is a red lantern. Um, she's one of my favorite. Just lanterns in general. She's had like this horrible backstory. She used to be this angel-like creature, and then when she had unfortunate things happen to her, she became this like her wings became skeletal. She became ugly and grotesque, but she used to be this beauty, this great beauty. And I thought of Ava Green. Mm-hmm. I think she she has this sort of beauty to her that she can also be ugly and beautiful at the same time.
4: Yeah, and she's, like, super fucking intense. Yeah, yeah, she
2: can really get into roles.
0: Yeah,
4: I like it. I'm looking at Babe Green because I don't know who she is either. Um, <laughs> it's Eva.
0: Eva? Eva oh, Green. Green. She,
2: she was in um, yes. Penny Dreadful, if you watched that. Oh,
0: Penny Dreadful. Yeah, okay, I know she just Yep, got it. That's not the right person at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's... <laughs> yeah.
2: um So, I really liked the ones that you guys did. I thought those were really great. I hope that um everybody who listens, which is everybody... Uh, takes into account our discussion and um, specifically listening. all the people that we said.
4: Yeah, Gizmo's available. Yeah, by the way. <laughs> he needs, he Not is. for
2: long, though. He's very highly regarded and everybody wants him. He's
4: going to be starting up another property yeah. soon, true. so you better jump on that. He needs a job.
1: Um,
2: so I have homework for next time if nobody Whoop. else has homework. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: oh, this so you're one's easier. it off. Because last yeah. last week you were like, this is my spot. Well,
2: that's because I made like... Yeah. Okay. She did I thought you meant
1: like, I'm the only yeah. teacher ever.
2: No, no. <laughs> I was like, I am the teacher today, gotcha. specifically because I made props. Um, but I do have a homework assignment today, if nobody has one, that I think kind of ties into our Danny Elfman discussion. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, in it's This is kind of generic, but in the story of your life, what is your theme song? If your life were a movie.
1: Ruh-roh.
0: Scooby Doo. Yeah, it's like no. no, it's just that sound bit right there yeah. constantly playing for him. Yeah. ruh <laughs> Yeah. It has rung, to be wrong. it's a Yeah, soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> like a song?
0: Okay. Like it has to be like a song or can we pick I'd one? I prefer a song. Okay, like a song. Okay, got it. Okay, yeah. cool. It song can of our life. be instrumental if it's like.
2: Yeah, yeah. For for your theme song for your life's movie.
4: Got it. All right. Cool. Oh, no, this is going to get real fucking sad and depressing. <laughs> 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 Way to go, man. I might regret this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's going to turn
0: into a therapy session at the end of the next show. <laughs> so tune in. All right. Well, I think that will do it for the show. Uh, thanks for listening to Filmverse. Unless anyone has anything else as far as our topics go or homework or anything? No, I think that covers yep. it. All right. You can follow us on Twitter at the Filmverse. Email us at TheFilmverse at gmail.com. And follow us on Facebook. Just search for Filmverse and give us a like. Uh, Go check us out on iTunes and subscribe to the show. While you're there, please rate and review us. It will be greatly appreciated. Uh, And then also uh, send in your own homework or answer the homework or, you know, just give us a question. We'll read on air. Please talk to us. We only
2: talk to to each other. Exactly.
0: (laughs) We're so lonely. It's the only friends I have, so please (laughs) (laughs) reach out. Um, All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us. And uh, we will geek out with you next week. See ya. Bye. Sounds see
1: All (laughs) righty (laughs) then.